Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello and welcome back to Yes, You Are Brave. I am happy that you are here. I love that you show up every week and I am excited to share some some thoughts with you this week. Um, <laughs> I have to admit I am a little bit slow this week. It's Monday. These come out on Wednesday. But I have been thinking about this episode for a while and I've had some thoughts over the last couple weeks and it became kind of, they kind of got completed yesterday, I guess you could say. So today, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about grief, but not necessarily in the way that I think that we're used to talking about it. And I don't want to just focus on people dying. I know that's the reason, that's like the main thing that we think about when people, when we think about grief, right? We think about, oh, people die and we're sad and all of those things. And that is a big part of grief. But there are so many things in life that we can grieve. So many things. Because there are things in life that we lose, right? We can grieve basically anything. Um, And we lose things and then we have to go through a process of grief. And a lot of times it's not as extensive and it's not as difficult maybe as when we lose a person to death. But there are so many things that we that we grieve and that we can grieve and that we probably should spend a little bit of time at least grieving. And so if you have, you know, you lose people, yes, and you lose pets and you lose a job or you lose an identity related to a career or a job or whatever, you lose a relationship, you lose opportunities, Um, you feel like your way of life just kind of leaves or it has to change or you lose possessions like your house burns down or you lose a car or whatever it is or sometimes it's an expectation of of something or a title that, you know, really meant a lot to you and um, sometimes it's your dreams. Like you feel like you lose out on certain things because circumstances are... um, what they are. You know, they they happen and you can't really change it. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about the landscape of what I'm going to call the landscape of grief. Okay. Now, tiny bit of of backstory. I like to, to give you guys the context of why I'm thinking about these things because they make a little more sense when I do. So a couple of weeks ago, um, I realized that it was my, my grandma's birthday. And, um, Then I got on Facebook and my aunt had posted a picture of my grandmother, um, a very young picture of my grandmother, and she had a little cap. What she said was, you know, my mama would be 100 today. Miss her still. So my grandmother, so that you're aware, she passed away close to 15 years ago. And it was interesting to me as... um, I saw that and I was thinking about it. I often think about it on my grandma's birthday. I think about her on my grandma's birthday. But what my aunt said, you know, she said, I miss her still. And of course she misses her still, right? It's um, it's her mom and she's always going to miss her. As I was thinking about that, I thought, well, of course she misses her still. And Because, I mean, I still miss my dad. It's been three years. 
and I still miss him. And then there's other people. I still miss my grandmother. There's days when I just miss my grandma. And like I said, both of my grandmothers have been gone for at least 13 years. Um, there's days I really just miss my grandpa who's been gone for over 20 years. And um, so I was thinking about my grandma and this and this impact that she had and what my aunt said. And um, recently I read this book and this will kind of make sense hopefully in the end. But I read I read this book and it was a science fiction book and it was... It's way too complicated to explain, but um, they were driving somewhere and they look out the window and there's this big crater because Earth had been invaded by aliens and that's where they had landed. And it had been 10 years, but there was still this big, huge like crater. Um, I think it was set in LA. So it was like this big, huge crater in the middle of this, this city and it was still there. There were still the scars of it. And I thought, how... Like bringing those two together, I thought that's how grief, that's how loss affects us, right? And it all, everything we lose and every person that we lose affects us somehow, right? There is, there is a, a scar um, that comes. And I also was thinking about this because I, I saw a thing recently about how said, you know, time doesn't really heal all wounds. We just learn how to live with them. And I thought that's actually pretty profound as well. And so I was thinking about this, this landscape is of, of our lives, kind of like, like the earth, right? And somebody dies or we lose something and it's like a, something falls out of the sky and hits the ground. And sometimes depending on the relationship or depending on what it is that we lose, it's not that big. It's like a marble falls out of the sky, right? And it hits the ground and yeah, it's going to be a bigger size than a marble, but it's really not huge. And sometimes it's going to be something the size of Texas that falls out of the sky and it feels like it explodes our entire world and our entire life. And I, like I said, I was thinking about this because of my grandma's birthday. And then the last couple of weeks, I feel like a lot of people in my life have, have had loss. Several of my friends' grandparents have passed away, several f- friends in my outer circle. Um, Their husbands have died. Um, Several people have lost pets that they've had for years and years. And um, just last week I had um, someone in my inner circle close relative pass away. And so it's just interesting to see how they affect you. Now, the other thing, kind of another full circle, um, a couple weeks ago was my grandmother's birthday. And yesterday, um, yesterday was my grandpa's birthday. <laughs> and he, uh, he was my last living grandparent. So it was interesting when he passed away. Um, he went on hospice. He had been, he was like 94, 93 something. And, um, he got on hospice and, um, so we knew that it was coming, right? And it was an interesting thing because I thought, oh, it's it's okay. Like I I've done this before, right? I've lost a grandfather before and I I I kind of know how to do this. But then the the day came, um I had a call one morning tell me that he had passed and it was so different. The, re- the reaction, the 
impact, the way that it hit me was so different than when I had lost my first grandfather. Now, to be fair, my first grandfather died when I was 10 years old. And while I was very, very close to that grandfather, and it just kind of exploded my little world, it was a different type of a relationship. My other grandfather died. I was almost 30. I'd had 20 more years to get to know him, have experiences with him. And it was so, so different. And I wouldn't say one is was worse than the other. It was just different. It was a very different experience. And I think that that is something that we don't take into account. And you never quite know when something is going to hit or or how it's going to hit. Because like I said, everything that we lose affects us a little bit differently. But I think that even the things that we lose that maybe are not, that are not as big as people, maybe the things that we lose that are intangible things, they can affect us and they need to be given some time as well. So I had this experience where I found out some things. It was a bit heavy. It was a bit shocking. And um, it really bothered me for a long time. Um, I, and I didn't know why. And my sister, I was talking to my sister about it. And she said, sometimes the thing that we think is bothering us is not really what's bothering us. And she said, we have to take some time and figure out what's actually bothering us. And it took me a couple of days and quite a bit of um, journaling and processing to realize that why that bothered me so much was because with finding out that information, um, I feel like I lost this ideal that I had in my mind. Um, this idea of how things should be, or how things were, or how they could be. And it kind of just, it was like this, this meteor had come out of the sky and had just landed on this idea that I had. And I think that's another thing too, is when we lose things or we lose people or ideas or whatever they are, um, you never quite know where that meteor is going to fall and what it's going to destroy as a result of that. Like when my dad died, I felt like my entire self was destroyed. I just felt like this life, this person, this everything that I was, I'd built this nice little, you know, city, I guess. And it was like something had just come out of the sky and just obliterated it. I think that that, and I know I'm, I'm really big into metaphors, and I'm sorry that that probably bothers part of you. When the dust settled after my dad passed, I had some decisions to make. Was I going to rebuild myself the way that I was, or was I going to rebuild differently? And I think that that's the beautiful thing about exploring grief and the way that it affects us and thinking about it like a landscape, right? Or like a house that gets hit by a meteor or something that when that happens, because there's always an impact and sometimes it's bigger and smaller, whatever. So maybe, maybe it just knocks out a window of your house. Maybe it knocks down a wall. Maybe it takes out a whole room. Maybe it destroys the entire house, but there's going to be a, some sort of impact. Maybe it just tills your garden for you. But there is some sort of impact. And we can't pretend that there's not. But you get to decide after you lose something, 
how you rebuild, how you adjust. Not too long ago, I I said something about there being a hole in my life and in my heart after my dad died. And um, I feel like for a long time, I got stuck in that hole. Like it was this big, huge crater, right? There were times I was stuck in it. I, I would fall into it all the time. And the longer it's been, um, the easier it is not to fall in that hole. I would also say that it's like that with every person that I lose. It's like that with lots of things. We have this meteor. We have this big, crazy thing fall out of the sky. And whether or not we see it coming doesn't really change the impact when it hits. And whether or not we're surprised doesn't change how it affects us either. But it does affect us. And I think that we need to be open to the idea that this needs a little attention. Let's explore how this is affecting me. I've had people in my life that have passed away. I've lost lots of things in my life. And I've had to let go of lots of things. And that's the other thing I wanted to bring up is that sometimes we're grieving something that we've lost and people don't understand because it was a choice. An example is I chose to step away from education. I chose to not be a teacher anymore. But I still had to take time to grieve the loss of being a teacher. And some people would be like, well, you know, they're not very patient because that was your choice. You chose to do that. It was something you gave up willingly. Nobody took it from you. And I would say that you don't have to have something taken from you to feel the loss. I felt a huge loss after I left teaching because... I felt this huge loss because that was how I identified myself. That was my, it was my title. It was who I was. It was my identity. I was a teacher. And even though I did not want to teach anymore, I still was a little bit lost in who am I without this particular thing. And I think that's the thing to explore. Who am I without, whether it's a job or a person or a pet or a place Sometimes we have to leave a place and we're not sure who we are in a new place. But it's okay to lose things and it's okay to grieve and it's okay to be a little bit afraid of what it's going to be like and what it's going to feel like. Loss is not always as clean as it appears sometimes. I was thinking about cemeteries and how in most places cemeteries are very clean, right? The ground is level, there's grass, it's pretty, it's it's clean, and it's almost like there's not, you can't quite see the impact of what's under the ground. Like I said, I grew up in a very, very small town. The cemetery is not really maintained, and there's not water to have grass. So when you go out to the cemetery in my town, this little tiny town, there are still mounds of dirt There are still, you can see where people are buried without just headstones. You can see how, you know, you can tell how long some of them have been there because they're naturally being flattened out. Um, And so I think that maybe that is a little bit more realistic way of seeing loss. 
You know, maybe you see it as a crater, maybe you see it as a mound of something that's been buried, but there is an impact and it's okay that there's an impact. And I would say that you can take time to figure out how this is impacting you and how it's different than the last thing. Because no two losses are going to be the same. And you never quite know how they're going to affect you. So I want you to be brave enough this week to maybe see, look at what you've lost. And some of you are going to say, but I don't, I haven't really lost anybody. I'm super lucky. I I don't have these things. And I'm going to call BS on that. Because the last two years, we've all lost things. We lost a normal, we lost a way of life, we lost the sense of security, we lost a sense of things going the way that they were supposed to, or we lost, we've lost a lot. Not to mention all the people that lost people. If you're somebody that hasn't lost somebody to this pandemic in the last two years, you are probably the exception and not the rule. If you have been lucky enough to not lose a person, I'm almost positive that you have lost something. Maybe it's a little grip on your sanity or your feelings of security. There's a lot we've lost these last couple of years. And I think it's time we explore it a little bit. What have I lost? And how is this affecting me? And what is that I'm really feeling the loss of? You know, I think that sometimes we're feeling loss and we're not sure why. And if we sit with that, and we take some time, we can be more aware of the loss we're actually feeling. Yesterday, I decided to not be on my phone. And I, I was only on my phone to be communicating with other people. The rest of the time, I decided to spend some time in kind of reflecting on some things and sitting with the quiet and my thoughts and stuff. And um, it was interesting to make those connections Sometimes we got to turn stuff off so that we can think about this and we can really understand what's going on with our grief. When my grandpa Simons died, the loss was bigger than I anticipated. The feelings of loss were bigger than I anticipated. And it took me a while to realize why. I mean, yes, it was different that my my grandfather was different. And so the grief for him was different than the others. But it was more than that. He was my last living grandparent. He was the last connection for me to that generation. And it was interesting how that impacted me. And so as we are losing things, sometimes what we're feeling is not as clear as we think it is. Sometimes there's deeper meanings there's deeper things we need to explore. So we need to explore. Sometimes, yes, we do need to get down in that crater and see what it's all about. Because just hanging out at the top, being determined not to fall in is, is okay. But maybe sometimes we need to put on some repelling gear, go down in there, explore what that has done to us, and see where we're at. So if you are someone who has lost someone in the last couple of years, 
I am truly sorry. My thoughts and prayers are with you. If you are just somebody who has lost something that's not as tangible and not as understandable as a person, I am truly sorry for you and my thoughts and prayers are with you as well. You don't need to feel bad for needing time to grieve something. You don't need to feel bad if something hits you in a way that you didn't expect and it has knocked you off your balance. You don't need to feel bad for needing time to process and needing time to heal. It doesn't matter if it's a paper cut or if it's a huge laceration on your arm, they both need to heal. When we allow time to heal, then things heal better and they heal faster. And like I said, I'm not sure that wounds from loss, especially of people, ever truly heal. We just get used to them. But maybe it's like those craters that have been around forever and ever, and they're not as deep as they used to be, right? They're, they're still there, they're still very pronounced, but they're not as deep as they used to be. There will come a time when you realize it doesn't hurt like it used to. Still hurts, but it doesn't hurt like it used to. But I would encourage you to be brave enough to explore this landscape of grief, whatever you are grieving, because it is valid. Whatever you are grieving, whatever you have lost, those feelings are valid. You don't need to explain them to anybody. You don't need to justify them to anybody. Maybe you need to talk to somebody about them, but you don't need to justify or explain them to anybody. They're valid. How you feel is valid. But explore it a little bit. Maybe spend some time without all the distractions of technology and see what's really bothering you. Is it not just about it being a sad story? Maybe it shatters your idea or your perception of some concept that's important to you. And that's okay. Take some time, explore. And maybe you need to say, okay, you know what? Maybe I do need to revisit this crater. I've avoided it and avoided it and avoided it. And it doesn't really seem to be doing me any good. So I'm going to go over there. I'm going to visit. I'm going to see what's what's what. And we're going we're gonna to feel those feelings. I'm going to take some time and feel those feelings. Then I'm going to let them go if, if they're ready to go. Like I said, it's been my grandma's birthday. It was my grandpa's birthday. And um, so it's given me an opportunity to really revisit that. And maybe it's an anniversary. Maybe it's a birthday. Take some time and explore. Take some time and explore this landscape of grief and loss. And I, I think you'll feel better. And I know that it's scary. But it can be really healing in that you're not holding so tight onto the pain part of it. And you are able to embrace the memories and the good part of it and not just be wounded again and again by the bad and the hard. And I have to tell you that you are worth the work and the effort. You are worth whatever it takes to make you feel like you are living again after whatever this loss is and that you 
can do things. You can do hard things. And you can do things. You can do it. And you are worth the effort. I say that because I feel like lots of people have lost his confidence in themselves and their worth. And you, my dear friend, are worth. You are worth so much. You are amazing and you are wonderful. And I want you to know that and I want you to feel that. To really feel that you are wonderful and important and that you matter. And yes, I'm asking you to be brave enough to explore some of your grief and your loss so that you can feel better and you can feel more whole. Because believe it or not, I love you and you are worth it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.